This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. Diabetti is here, but first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. Let's do it again. I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. Diabetti is here, but first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. What? That's my Catella Dash. Do you know her? I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta, a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get Very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman who freshens her breath with Velaments, America's original sugar-free mint. But first, let's get into some things that are Very Delta. I need to know what happens when a restaurant doesn't have my entree. I'm talking about, this is something that has happened pretty frequently. Um, I go to a lot of different restaurants. My favorite thing is to go out for lunch. Like it's my favorite thing, specifically lunch. I do like going out for breakfast. I do like going out for dinner, but there's something special about lunch. I love a lunch menu. I love all of that. It's really weird to me when I go and, uh, you know, the server asks, what would you like? And they take the drink order and they come in with the drinks. And, you know, I'm always going to order a, a, an ice water as well because I like to have an ice water and my beverage just in case. The reason I do that is sometimes they won't come back and do a proper refill like in time. And I'm like, well, I can just default to the water because maybe they got busy or something. Anyway, um, I go out, I order the server writes everything down. That sounds great. And then they slowly start bringing things out. You know, I believe there's an order to bringing stuff out, right? I want the beverages and the bread. And then I want the appetizers to come out. And then a little bit after the appetizers, I want the salads to come out or soup, if that's what you're having. And then the entrees to come out. So I want the server to sort of gauge like, it looks like you're pretty much done with that course. Let's bring the next thing out. 
Um, I get it. Stuff is going to have to sit under a heat lamp, whatever. It's not a big deal. But what I don't get is when I've ordered something and they get to the point of bringing the entrees and then they like sort of like lean in. They're like, so, hey, um, I just found out that we don't have the stuff to do uh, that particular item. Did you want to order something else? No, uh, I would have ordered something else. Like, I get it. I've never worked in a restaurant. And I have full respect and time and space for the fact that there is just sort of a line of communication. There's people cooking. There's people cleaning. There's people serving. There's people ordering. There's people doing takeout orders. There's managers. There's a lot of moving parts in a restaurant. But I feel like somewhere between ordering, bringing drinks, bringing bread, bringing appetizers, bringing salads, and then bringing the entrees that somebody could have figured out somewhere in there that there wasn't going to be the ingredients to do the shrimp and grits. Somebody could have known that. Somewhere they could have said, you know what, let's get out there and let them know that we have another option. Because this happened recently. And the option was... um, could we make you a seafood pasta? I think a seafood pasta sounds delicious, obviously. Do I think it's super similar to shrimp and grits? Not really. I don't think it's the same profile. Yes, there's a starch. Yes, there's seafood or a protein. So I guess in that way it's similar. But in my mind, I feel like if I'm eating lunch at 1.30 or 2, Somewhere during the lunch rush, somebody would have figured out, hey, we've run out of shrimp and grits and it's going to take a while to make that new. Let's make sure when people order, because that's a popular item on our menu, we let them know that we are not going to have that. So initially, when I make the order, they say, you know what? We actually don't have that. I'm confused because it wasn't a particularly busy time. And there were kind of people just hanging out. Like, I don't know who didn't know that information. I will say that I did see kitchen staff hanging out in the bar, watching a game. I mean, I, I would think if they if watching the game was more important than making more shrimp and grits for the day, maybe that maybe they just weren't doing that that day. I don't know. Again, a lot of moving parts at a restaurant. I I, I couldn't even imagine how difficult it is. But I do think somewhere someone knew uh, this isn't the first time this has happened. I've ordered a steak at uh, a similar restaurant, um, the same restaurant, different location. And the same thing happened. Hey, we no longer have uh, I don't even want to say what the item was because I don't want to throw anyone in particular under the bus. I want to just talk about it in general, because if I tell you the actual items, I think it will narrow down exactly where, where I'm talking about. And it's one of my favorite places ever. So I'm not trying to shit on the whole establishment. I'm trying to ask just in general, because I know a lot of people out there work as servers and they know why this happens. I don't know if it's a training thing. I don't know if it's just like it's a Tuesday thing. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, w when Jen and Taylor are working together, like they don't work together well. Um, the kitchen staff hates the, the, the front of the house. I don't know what it is. I know there's reasons. I just don't know what those reasons are. And I don't think um, that, you know, I don't think a seafood pasta is really the great option for like a, a replacement for shrimp and grits. I don't know what the, the next option would be. Maybe 
catfish and rice. I, I don't know. I don't know what I would have wanted. I know I ended up ordering some type of entree salad just because I knew it was going to be like a grip because I know what they put out. And I was like, you know what? This will be the easiest thing. I'm sure they have all the ingredients for that. But, you know, being in a restaurant and not having that entree come out, it just becomes awkward because then everybody else is like, should we start eating our entrees? And of course, as the person who's left out, you're like, oh, no, start eating. Don't worry about it. And then, you know, my shit comes out and I'm like trying to play catch up because I don't want to take a salad home. Why would you take a like it's you can't really box up an entree salad and take it home and eat it and expect it to be fresh because you're going to take it. You're going to put it in the car. You're going to go to Ross or you're going to go to Bath and Body Works for a minute. Then on your way home, you're going to stop and you're going to get like a soda or an iced tea at the drive-thru or iced coffee. Then you're going to get home and you're going to put that salad in the refrigerator and she's going to be so wilted. It's going to look like cream spinach. I don't want that. I don't want that storyline. And you can't really wake it back up with new lettuce. Like that doesn't happen. So I'm thinking like, let me just eat until I feel like I'm full or like I've had enough. And then I'll just leave it here. Meanwhile, everyone is like twiddling their thumbs and they're like looking around and they're like, oh, yeah, no, no. Take your time. Don't worry. But I mean, you know, you feel awkward. Like, take my time. You all are done. So that experience throws everyone off. And, you know, listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. That experience like you're paying for when people say when people say, I don't know why the prices are so expensive at that restaurant. Well, you're paying for the experience convenience. You're paying for uh, the brand. You're paying for all of those uh, aspects that, to create a really, really wonderful time there and a, and a reason why you would want to return. I, I keep returning. Again, we know doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result is absolute insanity. And that's like the basis of my life. Uh, obviously, first world problems. People say there's bigger fish to fry. Here we fry the small fish. And then they try to turn it into whatever, a, a, a fresh seafood pasta. I don't want that. That's the small fish I'm frying here. That's the small problem I'm frying. To other people, it's not a big deal. To me, it's a big deal. I want to eat at the same time everyone else is eating. And if you have that information, why wouldn't you relay that information? Instead of watching the game or instead of like standing there cleaning a glass or walking around talking to somebody about what you're going to be doing this weekend. Like, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, I know that work is hard and it absolutely should be paid for fairly and it should be tipped. And I am 100% on board with all of those things. But I think for my end, I deserve to know if you do or do not have shrimp and grits when I order it. I just think that's fair. I personally do not like to go eat during rush times. I'm not going to go to Cheesecake Factory and eat on a Saturday afternoon. I'm just not doing it. I'm not going to eat at a barbecue restaurant on Father's Day. I'm not doing that. Um, and I'm not going to eat breakfast at Polly's Pies at 930 in the morning on Sunday morning when people have just got out of church. Like, I already know that. So I set myself in these restaurants when it's not going to be that busy so that I don't uh, run into those problems or at least uh, minimize the possibility of that. So with that said, it confuses me when items start coming out of the kitchen really, really fast. Appreciate um, being on it. Appreciate being aware. Appreciate bringing uh, hot food to the table or cold salads to the table or extra this or whatever. Appreciate all of that. 
but I'm willing to let something sit in a cooler or sit under a heat lamp so that I am not uh, sitting at the table with loaded nachos for the table to share and then my dinner salad sitting inside of it and then like eat like eating this way. I, I want to be able to enjoy something and then have them go, oh, I see you're, you're, you're about three quarters done here from the table. Let's move this out. And let's phase into the salads. And then the salads are there. Now I get it. If it's a busy time, you need that table because the longer I sit there, the less customers are going to be able to use that table, the less money we're going to be able to generate for the restaurant, the less tips that are made. I fucking get all of that. But if I'm eating lunch at three o'clock in the afternoon, there is no rush and you know damn well there's no rush. That's just people trying to take a load off for a minute. I know it. I know it. And this isn't everybody, of course. This isn't every experience, of course. But I do think it happens frequently enough where people figure, I don't care. I'm not eating. Just get the shit out there. Who cares? Eat it. You're going to eat it. It's kind of that mentality when people are like, it's all going to the same place and it's all coming out of the same place. Uh, let's calm down. That's ugly. We don't need to say that. We don't need to blow our nose at the table. Like we we know what we're going to do and not do. That's this is a little bit of decorum and a little bit of realization that people came in here to have a really good experience. And listen, if I'm at the table with three people and the bill is, I don't know, $160, which of course I know there's more expensive meals out there, but there's also cheaper, cheaper. I know there's a lot more expensive meals out there, but there's also cheaper meals out there. So if I'm paying that much money and then I'm going to tip 25, maybe 30% on top of that for the experience with the server, which I'm 100% on board with tipping, I, 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 I see it as important. I don't think everything in the world needs a tip, but I think that the things that traditionally have always required a tip require a tip. I think it's only fair. Listen, there's those experiences where I go and I have the server of all servers like I and I love to fill out a survey when that survey comes and I have whether it's good or bad experience. Like if it's a bad experience, I'm not going to fill out the survey just because I don't think that uh, I don't think the corporate is going to do anything with that negative feedback. But I do think that they will reward for positive feedback. So if I think that positive feedback is going to reflect the server, I'm going to give positive feedback, even if the experience was just kind of average. If it was a basic experience and it wasn't negative, I will gas up the uh, the server because I think because I've because I've worked in retail and I know what reviews mean. Um, I will gas up a server, even if they were just kind of OK, Uh because I want them to keep their job. Like I, 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 I don't want, I don't want to blow up something that was like super minor, and blame it on them. If, how do I say this? If there is a survey, and I have a way to reflect positively on somebody who gave me a positive or even just an average experience, I'm gonna do that. If I had a really negative experience, I'm probably not going to put it in the survey uh, if it was about a person. If it was about like a product or an item, I will do that. I don't think they're going to do anything with it. I will. I do think I do think a human resources department would do something with a positive review for a server. Positive customer service feedback is very Delta. Filling out a survey is very Delta. Um but getting to the root of the problem is also very Delta. Do you want to see me take a break? Because I think you want to see me take a break.
This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online, and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality, and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders. You can have an online store. You can sell your products directly on your site. And they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Please make welcome to the very Delta main stage, the one and only Diabetti. Hello. Oh my gosh. Delta, I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited. Here. I know I've expressed this to you, but um, this has been my favorite podcast for some time now. Thank you. And, um, you know, me and my partner, we don't live in the same city at the moment, uh-huh. but every week we either call and watch the podcast together or we catch up and uh-huh. talk about the podcast. So I love it. Very excited to be here. So I love for that. Me. Yes. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm super, super. We were talking about how like sometimes I'll do a bang to yes. cheat my brows. Yes. But I'm in love with your eyebrows. Thank you. Yeah, I'm in love. Well, you know, I love a little skinny 90s brow mm-hmm. and they're easy to do. You just plop mm-hmm. it on. I went through this whole period where I was trying to use my natural brows um but i just had to come to terms with i have a a, a very prominent brow bone uh-huh. i feel like in drag so i have to cover that up so i've i went from not using my my regular brows to using my regular brows and going back to not using my regular okay. brows. so that's where i'm at right now and i'm sticking to it i like it so thank you yeah sometimes i'm in between i'm like oh i think i can still do it but i've spent so long blocking them and sort of drawing this like severe uh you know, we always, uh, Chanel from Drag Race, uh-huh. we always uh, talk about having like one judgmental brow. Totally. There's the one that just, it's going to do what it's going to do, even when you draw it on, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. So then when I try to go back to using my own, all I can remember is how I draw on um, forever. I was doing like Adele as an impersonation. Right, right, right. So I would use my own and I would even draw them in thicker. Uh-huh. So now when I try to draw them in thin, they just look all like little French fries. And yes. I'm like, what is this? Okay, so I have a question about that. Whenever you do block your brows and draw over them, do you ever 
draw the brow on top of where your regular brow is. And you're like, what is the point of me covering my See, brow? I want to. I want to okay. try it, and then I can't. So if I am, like, sometimes even in a show, uh-huh. going over the block and then trying to draw a natural run, natural brow back in, mm-hmm. I feel like it then looks clumpy. I, it doesn't make any sense for me. I can't, I don't know. I guess I'm just not that skilled as a makeup artist to figure out how to do that. I understand what you're saying. I don't agree with you saying you're not a skilled makeup artist because okay. I think you're fabulous. At Thanks. It. However, I do want to say I think that brows are such like a trendy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a brow trend that you don't like seeing anymore? Like I feel like for a while the ombre brown with, with the mm-hmm. ombre brow with the highlight at the very front yes, of it. Yes, that's as, the one. As the ombre, I, I'm kind of over that. Yeah, you know that's the saying? one for me. Uh, anything. If I don't have like glitter or shimmer sort of concentrated in a space, uh-huh. it travels on me and just looks like sweat. Oh, oh my gosh. Right? Uh, okay, so you, you sweat a lot in drag, yes? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, I'm a sweaty girl. Okay. I sweat a lot. And so I don't want to look. A lot of girls will use like tons of highlighter on their cheek. Mm-hmm. I'll do it on my nose. I have that on my nose today. But I can't do too much because it makes me feel like I look right. really crazy or really wet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially around like um a, a, like a pride season or anything where you're going to be outdoor. Yeah. Like you're trying to do yourself the favor of like mattifying uh-huh. as much as you can because the second you start glowing, then that just amplifies everything. Kind of like uh-huh. sometimes I like to do like say I do glitter on my eyes and then I throw some rhinestones over it. Mm-hmm. People will think, oh my gosh, is that all rhinestones? And it's just the light play off of one, or one and the other. Right. Right. So I feel like if I'm sweating and there's shimmer uh-huh. that light play is happening on all of my skin and people are like that bitch was sweaty especially in rose. outdoor like yeah. overhead sunlight you know yeah. I sometimes like with studio lighting or camera lighting or if you're sitting in front of a ring light you know where the light's going to hit your face mm-hmm. but if I'm wearing highlighter outside and there's light from god knows what angle right. it just doesn't look the way I want no. it to look so I'm glad we're on the same page. Right. But some people have like, like you have a beautiful collarbone and I bet that's pretty. Alaska does like something here. Sure. Yes. So pretty. Um, But then, yeah, if it's like on my, like I've done some highlight and I do love the way it looks, Uh but I just feel like it starts moving and it's just weird. Totally. And it's not for everybody. Yeah. It doesn't have to be for everybody. Yeah. I wish some people realized that it's not for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just because a makeup trend is going around, it, it might not work for yeah, you and yeah. um, you should be okay with that what uh <laughs> what is the diabetic drink order right there i'm looking at your starbucks oh yeah which we appreciate i you even yes. called in advance and we're like uh starbucks order which hey, is so sweet you know i love coffee i've drank coffee since i was quite literally a toddler mm-hmm. um the reason being my grandparents watched me a bunch when i was growing up while my parents were working and they drink coffee like crazy people uh-huh. and they would always have their coffee mugs my grandma always used a sunflower coffee mug Aww. And um, I was always so curious as to what it was. And, you know, like being told as a kid, no, you can't touch right, that. You can't right. drink it. I always wanted to know what it was. So um, my grandma, I think I was probably like two or three, started putting a bunch of milk in a sippy cup and then just splash of coffee. Okay. And of course, sugar. You have to have sugar. Right. Um, and I've drank it ever since. So my usual go to if I go to like Starbucks or anything like that is a venti ice caramel macchiato. Pretty right. basic. It's pretty sweet, but I love espresso. Uh-huh. I want that to like kick me and wake me up. Uh-huh. But it kind of depends on the day. I like a solid black coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I go for more of a warm drink, but today I was feeling it. You know, yeah. I wanted I wanted something cool. cool yeah, drink. it's a little warm here, so yeah. What, are you your coffee girl, right? I do like uh, iced coffee from time to time, uh-huh. um, and I do like 
the super like uh, holiday sugary like I yes. always want to have that mm-hmm. but I've been this like major proponent of Starbucks bringing back or even introducing new sugar free options <sighs> and so forever I was cinnamon, sugar free cinnamon dolce yes. and they got rid of it mm-hmm. the storyline that I've gotten is that they are moving away from artificial sweeteners that is why they had to get rid of that so there's only a sugar free vanilla option at this point right but um you know, they're trying to leave that there as, as something. I get the idea of the chemical and we don't want that. But listen, uh-huh. I have already made so many poor decisions for my body. <laughs> like I have made, you know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. And people need the sugar-free option. I need a sugar-free option yeah. as a diabetic. Right. And I will say the only sugar-free option a lot of the time is the vanilla. Right. And I don't always want vanilla. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't like you get used to it. And yes. you're like, what is this taste? Yes. Kind of like it, at the end of the day, you don't end up tasting. It just tastes like a, like a sweetener. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Now, I know you like the holiday flavor uh-huh. like you were just saying. Sometimes I do enjoy like a pumpkin spice. I am that girl as well. Okay. I enjoy that. I also okay. like um like the peppermint mochas. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes I feel like depending on the place, I feel like it could almost taste like you're drinking like one of those um scentsy candle melt wax. 100%. You know what I'm saying? I'm so in agreement with you. <laughs> Which can be a good or bad thing depending right. on the flavor. It's just so artificial. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I have to be in the in the right mood yep. for that kind of thing. But um, catch me cof- drinking coffee day and night. Love yeah. It. I love it. Yeah. I'm like, I will, I, lo- I love water. I love flavored water. I love Diet Coke, of course. of course. But if I drink too much of one or the other, then mm-hmm. I cr- sort of crave the other. So like oh, fully. if I've had like a, a, a big Diet Coke from a drive through and then later in the day I have like a bottle or a can of Diet Coke, mm-hmm. then I sort of feel like, oh, I can feel that. Like I feel like I need water. Yeah. Right. So oh, then fully. I jump to the other and then I jump back. Um, but if you could get with Starbucks uh-huh. and Starbucks, if you're listening um, you could be with myself or Diabetti or both of us together, yes. and we could really have a roundtable discussion about the flavors that you could introduce that are sugar-free. Um, I had some options, but I'd love to know what some ideas that you might have. Flavors. Ooh, yes, absolutely. I feel like, and I don't know if you'll agree with this, I kind of want to see what a sugar-free cherry chocolate mm, would taste like. I'm on board. You know, I love a um, a Coke Zero mm-hmm. cherry. Okay. I love that. Okay. And I feel like I like the chocolate because there is a bitterness to mm-hmm. it along with the coffee, but the cherry isn't too overwhelming. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love a Sonic drive through They have a cherry limeade uh-huh. and they do make a sugar-free option for that. Mm-hmm. So I think it, any sort of cherry yeah, free. I like that. Do you yeah. ever use flavored, uh, sugar-free, zero-calorie <gasps> sticks for your water? Oh, a thousand percent. Oh my God. 100%. Crystal I've been waiting light. for you. Crystal light. Yeah. No pun intended. Crystal light. Crystal uh-huh. method. But um, I love that. Are you on TikTok? I am. Water They're, talk? Water talk. Stop it. Water talk. Stop it. It's my favorite. Oh, my gosh. And then the girls, oh, my gosh. And then they'll pour um, the Starburst pink. Uh-huh. Have Which you tried like the goat. that? Yeah. So good. 
It's so, so good. It's um, the number one. I, I I love a crystal light. I love a pink lemonade flavor mm-hmm. for water. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the girls get real crazy on there and will put like a creamer with, which kind of defeats the purpose of you drinking water right, at that point. Right. But they'll put like a creamer with mm-hmm. the Starburst, whatever, and then they'll say it's like the pink drink from right Starbucks. Right. So I think I, I think it's really cool how creative these people are getting. So I'm I'll frequent like Dollar Tree, yes. ninety nine cent kind of stores. Love a Dollar Tree. I have come across. Um, they are by like Mar- the company Margaritaville, like Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville. They have flavor sticks that are pina colada flavor. Are they good? They're super good. They remind me of the the pink ones, a little more coconutty, but you can also get strawberry daiquiri. Okay. And then Sonic has them. Really? And they have the Sonic called Ocean Water. Yes. It's super strong. Yes. It's so for me, I like half. Mm-hmm. You depending on your flavor, but it reminds me of your eyeshadow right now. Like it's oh. that deep sea. Yeah. 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 Okay, submarine no. loss. You say you only do half. I have to put, if not one stick, two sticks. I carry around a jug of oh, water yeah, with yeah, me. Different. Like I, you know, those big water bottles. I carry that around. So I have to buy the um, crystal light like liter packets, uh-huh. which are like. Probably this thick. And They're this like tall. thick, yeah. And I'll use like half of them. Well, I mean, that goes that for the amount of water, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I want the flavor. If I'm not getting the flavor, what what's the point? Bring the flavor, bring the funk. Bring the flavor, bring the funk. Also, I think the ice that you use is very, very important. Huge difference. I love a crushed ice. I want mm-hmm. to be able to crunch it up. Mm-hmm. And whenever the water kind of dies down and you're kind of left with just a little water at the bottom, but there's still a bunch of crushed ice, there's kind of that residue uh-huh. left on the ice. So when I'm biting into it, it doesn't feel like I'm just biting into ice. It's kind of almost like a snow cone in a way, which yeah. sounds kind of crazy. Yeah. But try it. Or you can even sprinkle a little bit more powder on top of the ice, which I have done A little before. more powder. But that's me being a little gluttonous. A little more. I like it though. Mm, a little more powder. Yeah, just a little mm. bit. Yeah. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. And we are back with Diabetti. We are talking about um, flavor sticks. Your mom used to pack them in the lunch. Uh huh. Yeah. She always. So I was never really a hot lunch girl. Um, mm-hmm. I was every now and again. Um, but my school lunch was absolutely terrible. So she generally packed my lunch. Uh-huh. Um. So shout out to mom. But um. Yeah. She would carry the crystallite packets in her purse. She'd put them in my lunch sack every morning. Mm-hmm. Um. To give me the option, you know, right. because maybe I wanted water. A lot yeah. of times, I think my lunch hour was right after like. 
physical education, PE. So sometimes I would just drink water, but she yeah. always gave it, gave me options. I like yeah, that. I, I like can appreciate that. that. What is it like to hold a koala? Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. So I grew up, I don't know what it was. Um, I grew up loving koalas mm-hmm. and I do remember, I want to say like kindergarten, first grade, there was a company that would bring these um, kind of like scholastic book orders, but for t-shirts. Okay. And all the proceeds would go to raising money for endangered wildlife. Okay. And the first t-shirt I ever bought was one with a koala on it. And Aww. I didn't know what the animal was. I just thought it was cute. And so I wore that t-shirt day and night. I loved how it fit. I thought it was so cute. And ever since then, I had been obsessed with koalas. So it was my lifelong mission to go to Australia. I finally got to go this past summer and hold a koala. They stink. They really? smell absolutely terrible. Um, and they are soft, but a little matted. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the back of a wig when you take it off. Like the Yes. Part. Very that feeling. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I mean, you know, I know the feeling quite well. But um, yeah, it was it was amazing. I wanted to hold on to it much longer. But, you uh-huh. know, it was like a quick picture, like 15 seconds. So they kind of snatched it back. So could you feel like nails or like what is the... Couldn't feel the nail. It kind of felt like I was holding... An old stuffed animal from a thrift store. You know those ones that are like somehow for some reason hard. Stuffed animals are hard, but they're. um, I collected koala stuffed animals. Okay. Okay. Growing up. And I did have some at the time. They don't do it now because it's, I'm pretty sure, illegal, but they would make it with kangaroo fur. Oh. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know if it was like a thing from Australia, but I had a couple of them, but I would get them at thrift stores and they were like thick and dense. Mm -hmm. It almost felt like they were taxidermied. I know they weren't taxidermied. I think I know what you're talking about. Yes. And so it felt very similar to that, just a little heavier. Mm -hmm. Um, But I... They smell kind of like eucalyptus, obviously, because that's what they eat. Sure. So a menthol, kind of like menthol smelling okay. in a way. Um, but yeah, they're just like gr- grumpy old men that you can hold. And I kind of like that. You know, I always feel like when I see them sort of like move mm-hmm. that they're sort of judging like I could scratch your face off right now. Oh, 100%. Like, and I feel like I'd be scared. They are savage little creatures, but so cute at the same time. And I think yeah. that's why I like them so much. And, and that's probably why I relate to them. Like. They're cute to look at, but, right. you know, a little, little. Right. Because you, you could brutalize someone, but you're yeah, like, I don't have to, but I could. And, and I think that's why I like you so much. I think that's why we're kin. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I really like you that. You don't want to have to do it. No, but I could. But I could. I right. Um, but it's, you, you You know, what do people always say? Um, why did you come for me? Well, why did you send for me? Also, I have this weird thing. It's kind of like, maybe I wasn't coming for you. I right. was just saying. So I was just saying something as I had seen it, and I'm sure other people see it the exact same way. It's mm-hmm. not me um, trying to be rude, or I- I'm just seeing uh, what I'm observing. The perfect, uh, uh, my my perfect analysis for this is that the person who gaslights mm-hmm. is the one who will also, like, they'll, they'll gaslight and then they'll play victim because they get really highly bothered when you go, oh, did you just say this? Did you just do this? And they're like, oh, I, I didn't do that. I wouldn't. Po- what do you? Uh, uh-huh. It's like, but you did. So you're bothered because I just repeated to you what you just did to me. Yes. And you have a problem with that. Also, um, it's not like I'm saying it in a a um, super rude tone or anything. I'm just saying it directly to you or asking the right. question directly right. to you. Um, I don't know. I think people are so touchy nowadays, probably because of how social media and everything yeah. is. But um, people just don't know how to take a joke. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. Like, I understand there are touchy subjects that you can't joke about, and you know, but right. some stuff people get upset online about. I'm just like, really? Is this what we're fighting about? There are much larger problems yeah. we could be discussing and using this energy towards, but you're mad at this twink because, you know. Well, and two, they will also like, um, they think that every uh, engagement uh-huh. is an invitation to uh, to be that familiar with somebody that they don't know. Right. Or right? every invitation is a um, invi- uh, every conversation is an invitation to debate something. Uh-huh. The library is open. People go, oh, the library is open all the time. Well, not really. There are hours. No. And also, like, there are hours. It's, sometimes it's a lot of work. Yeah. To somebody. You know, sure. there's a lot of mental acrobats you have to do sometimes. For sure. So, um. I'm glad that you uh, think the same way yeah. on that topic because. <laughs> are you um are you like a do you, well I think you are a late night person I think it's a dumb question we're all late night people mm-hmm. do you ever get caught up in late night shopping online Oh my gosh I am an avid online shopper mm-hmm. I love online shopping um I do I do I actually got this dress online it's um kind of my 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 thing when I get home from a performance or the club. A lot of people watch TV to decompress, mm-hmm. watch podcasts to decompress. One of my favorite things to do while I'm having dinner is to scroll online. Um, Instagram <sighs> ads. Way. The Instagram oh, ads. Oh, I've, I've fallen victim. And sometimes I do buy the things on there just to see the quality. <laughs> oh, I found out the quality recently. Yeah, right. Okay, get, tell me. You have to tell me your story then. Okay, so I ordered from uh, X Plus Wear, it's okay. called. And okay. like what you see in the image is like... A fringy bodysuit. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's so cute. And it, she kind of looks plus size. Uh-huh. So then I click on it, like f- uh, more info, uh-huh. and I go to it and I'm like, wow, like the price point seems like the lower end of a higher priced item. Okay. So yes. I'm like, this could be legit. Yes. So I ordered about like $500 worth of stuff, sure. which is like maybe like three or four items. And I got them and I, I realized, oh, uh-huh. the rhinestoning is just printed on this dress. A hundred percent. There's a dance. There, I won't say the name. There was a um, very popular like dance apparel website uh-huh. that I had bought a few things um, a couple of years ago when I started really getting into drag. And I was so excited because I had spent good money. Like yeah. I spent a couple hundred dollars. And when I received them in the mail. I was very shocked at the quality right. and how poor the quality was. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I think, why catfish with clothing? Right, right. What's and, the and point? And who are these models? Because I'm looking at the models and I'm like, I'm looking at you and standing right in front of me. Yes. I can tell that we are not far off. Yes. Uh, my favorite thing is whenever um, I know like a designer um, out of New York or something that makes things specifically for drag performers. Uh-huh. And then it starts to get popularized because like Cardi B or somebody wears it. Mm-hmm. And then you see it on these Instagram ads. Yes. And it's from that that person's like a screenshot of that person's Their work. work. But being sold as a different product with a different name. And I'm like, no, this is not... This is yeah. not the same thing. And also this is illegal. It should be illegal. Yeah. And it's just unethical. Like, yes. I mean, come on. Like, uh, and also like the catfishing of where you're looking at it and you're like, okay, that's beautiful. That's feathered. Uh-huh. And then you get there and it's like fun fur. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why didn't you just show it as fun fur? I probably would have bought it anyway. Yes. Okay. Just tell me like the, the, the rhinestone pattern is there for you to follow. Cause actually when I did see it, I was like, I'm actually not mad. Maybe I will follow this rhinestone pattern uh-huh. so I could maybe pick the colors now that I want. Do you something. ever add stones on top of it to it? 
Yes. To amp it up. Yeah, to amp it up. But like even with my with the with these like bodysuit fringy things, which I don't normally wear that kind of stuff, but I thought, uh-huh. well, maybe I should. Why not have that as totally. an option? I showed it to my partner. I'm like, well, maybe we could add this and add that. And he's like, honestly, babe, it would be cheaper to just make it like from scratch. Fully. Then try to uh-huh. like let this out, push that in. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like, well, okay. On the topic of this, I had a recent experience where I was, I can't remember what country I was in. It might have been Canada. And I was staying at a hotel and the hotel had a really nice gift shop. Okay. And at this gift shop, they had fragrant fragrances and they were selling them at very expensive prices as the fragrance would be sold Mm -hmm. and then the more i was using this fragrance i realized the bottle felt different the cap was a little different Mm -mm. i still spent the same amount of money no um and it was not i ended up doing a full like youtube like search and figuring out that this was completely a knockoff wow and the scent didn't stay as long It, it, it smelled pretty similar though uh-huh. um, but I feel like that's very much the same case as like online shopping and it's yeah. very frustrating sometimes and then sometimes you do have those good moments where you buy something yeah. and it does fit or look nice I love to like scroll all the way down and look at reviews yep. but then I feel like there are some sites where I'm like you're just putting those reviews up there there is no way yeah. like, or it's like a verified purchase mm-hmm. user and I'm like mm-hmm. mm, this feels sketchy wait what is your fragrance because now, you, now that you mentioned that yes. is there do you switch them around or do you have okay a- so I actually brought you a gift I got, oh, brought really? you a gift because I know how much you love fragrances I do and um, fragrance is so specific to the person so this is the Ed Hardy Love Kills Slowly fragrance I do not have this I got you a bottle of it oh my god thank you you're so welcome um, I don't know if you'll use it but I know you like to re-gift so you could always regift it um, to somebody no, else. No, I'm going to use it. But so I've been using this fragrance for a while. I would say for the past like two years. Okay. They make a body spray. I've never seen it. Oh, oh, and it. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. It goes like that. Yeah, a little sexual in and the then window. You, and then it could go like that. I know. It's kind of like one of those Russian dolls. <laughs> But they make a body spray, and the body spray you can find at, like, Walgreens for $9. Okay. And then the perfume lasts longer. Oh, that smells good. It's it's soft, but there's still, like, a little bit of a... A spice. Uh, is this what you have on? Like itch- um, yes, I do have that on. I have the body spray and the perfume. Because I could, on. when you came in, you smelled very, very fresh. Thank you. Well, I'm, you still do. I'm I trying mean- to make that a priority. Oh, that smells <laughs> nice. Thank yes, you. Of course, absolutely. But um, I love this. I, you know what's crazy is I, when I first started doing drag, was very much a, can I borrow your fragrance? Can I use this? And having Crystal in my drag family, we all just kind of shared whatever fragrance we had. Well, we were in Missouri. A lot of our fragrances came from Walgreens. And when I found this for the first time, I would like stock up because this was my favorite and then I wouldn't be able to find them. So now if I ever see them at like a Walgreens or CVS, I just, I buy them all in You know, I actually (laughs) feel like this is perfect for me because, I normally wear super heavy stuff, but mm-hmm. when I work a brunch, yes. I like something that's, if not like fruity, a little bit floral because uh-huh. people are eating and I'm like, oh, I don't want them to be like, oh, this bitch is choking me with this old lady perfume. But this, right. it smells like spring and summer to me. It smells clean, but it, yeah. it definitely smells very feminine. Yes. A little powdery, which I, I kind of like. It. Yeah. Thank well, you. if you don't like it, I sh- if I was smart, I would have gotten, they do sell them sometimes at Ross. Okay. And if I was smart, I would have gotten it at Ross. So if you didn't want it, you could always just return it. Oh, no, it. I'm wearing this. <laughs> it could be your return item for next time you go back. No, I'm not returning this. I'm keeping this. Okay, I'm not wonderful. It. I love it. And it's okay. a nice big size, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Let's take a break. 
This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. And we are back with Diabetti. We are, I mean, I feel like the, a lot of conversations happen off camera. Yes. Right? Oh, totally. And we were talking about like nude tones, uh-huh. nude as they're called. But um, I uh, recently uh, was talking about how much I love the colors of like OPI nail polish. Oh, yes, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. And I feel like the same. Like I feel like because you see things uh-huh. in a in a sentence or in a description, 100%. you would be excellent at naming colors of foundation or lipstick or something. Isn't that fun to read fun names? It is. There is this TikToker that um, I think works for, I don't know if it's like a marketing company or something, but they go to each of the employees and they have a color sample and they say, what would you name this color sample? <gasps> I need to follow it. And it is like, I think four or five people per, you know, little TikTok that they oh. do. And each person, I think it's so interesting to see what everybody sees. It's a different right. color. Like, um, like that bottle, the top of that, the Ed Hardy cap. Uh-huh. Like to me, that's more of like a um, spicy salmon fuchsia. Ooh, okay. I like that. But somebody else could see it and think that it's like a um, pig's disturbed teat pink. okay you okay. know yeah <laughs> pigs disturbed teat um there there's a th- yeah we can brand it now i feel like we could have like a line of like like opi I, i'm always stressing opi i love opi uh-huh. and because of their names i remember again they had like a, a line of like hollywood or something okay and there was a i'm not really a waitress red Love it. Sickening. I, I love mean, it. That one's the one years ago when that I read that, I was like, I'm in love with anything that you make. Oh, 100%. I mean, like, we could have like a line of like New York and it could be like flushed and flushing. Yes. Like, or, you know what I mean? Like, there's just ideas. I, I think it's funny because it reminds me a lot of um, now that I'm I'm living in Vegas, I go down the streets and the street names are insane to me. Very, very similar in that sense. Like, Hugh Hefner Drive. Right. So random. But I feel like there's a lot of correlation with that kind of stuff. Uh Um, And I find it really interesting just what people, how we all see color like completely differently. Right. Really weird. I went to school for um, graphic design and I have some background in color theory. Okay. And so I find it, everybody's um, like rods and cones in their eyes perceive color different. Okay. So some people see way more and then some people see way less. And Uh I'm just fascinated by that. We uh, have listeners and viewers that have lots of opinions, which yes. we love. So oh, this yeah. is where the part of the podcast slash talk show um, that we call Read Me Delta. I love this you, part. You know this part, I right? do. Read Me Delta! Is your letter opener a spoon? 
The letter opener is just a little uh, hummingbird. That's beautiful. Yeah, with like a letter embossed inside. Okay, okay. Yeah, I collect these. Fancy. So I have a few. I, I, I would say, I would like to say I have like a huge collection. I don't. Do you remember where you got that one at? Um, this was a gift from my partner at Christmas. Um, How thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they make a letter opener, but they don't make something to pull the letter out easily with. Yeah, why don't they? I don't know. I think that's something we should work on. Okay. Hello, Delta, and esteemed guest. My question is about friends that call it a night early for a hookup. Oh. Okay. I run into this situation a lot because most of my close friends are single. I don't want to police anyone's sexual journey, but I feel like my friendship gets pushed aside when they get drunk and horny. I've expressed that this upsets me in the past, but it's all brushed off as me being too sensitive, they say. Uh, Often they will say, uh, well, we did go out for drink for... Often they will say, well, we did go out for some drinks, so I don't see what I did wrong. We hung out, which, to be fair, is true, but I just don't feel like being at home by 10 p.m. on a weekend. Um, I thought we were going to be dancing until 1 a.m. What do you think of bailing on friends early to hook up? Much love from the Midwest. Very Jay-Z. Ooh, Jay-Z. What do you think about that? Okay. I completely agree with him. I But I do think it depends on the friend and how frequently you see them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're with them multiple times a week and they want to ditch on a Saturday night after you had been like binge drinking on a Friday with them, like mm-hmm. that's okay. But I have had similar situations um, while on tour because I've been um, in a happy relationship for about eight years. And oh, nice. um, for me, I'm not open. It just doesn't work for, for my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the other girls that I've toured with, of course, you know, they want to get there. They want to get the, the, the dick and right. that's okay. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. Like go get your, go get off, honey. I'm, I'm not mad at that. But, um, when we're in like a new city and like, we're all texting, figuring out, Oh, what do we want to do while we have the day off here? Like yada, yada, yada. And we'll make these plans. And then those plans do end up being terminated early or cut mm-hmm. short, short because of instances like that. So, I think, one, it depends on how frequently you see the person. Agreed. Two, how close you are with that person. Because if it's like somebody I've only hung out with a couple of times and, you know, they couldn't tell me my birthday and, you know, like really important information about me, I don't think I care as much. But if it's like somebody that I'm really close with, you should know that that's going to upset me. But also, like, you're not there to be my babysitter. So very dependent on the situation. I know that's kind of not the a direct answer. No, I think, I think that's fair. You know? I hundred percent fair. Um, it, it does depend. I mean, I will say for sure your, um, your activities and your, your group mm-hmm. of friends, I think changes quite a bit depending upon your relationship status. Definitely. Um, and you have to be aware of that. Um, I know for me, like when you talk about being on, uh, on tour, mm-hmm. I know for me, um, just as somebody who does occasional out of town gigs, mm-hmm. If I do those gigs with people that I know very, very well, like over the past 10 years, it's more than that, I guess, Mm -hmm. since leaving Drag Race, um, I've uh, done gigs sort of consistently with the same people, right? Right. So people from here, we've linked up with uh, other promoters and they're like, hey, we're going to bring you out. So Uh I'll work a lot with Mayhem, for instance, or Jasmine Masters or certain people. Um, I know how they all roll. Like I know what we're going to do. I know personality wise. I also, it's kind of interesting 
the my closest uh, group of girls that I work with a lot uh-huh. also all happen to be the same astrological sign. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we all know exactly how each other works and uh-huh. what our quirks are. Uh-huh. And they're usually the same quirks, okay. right? So I'm lucky in that sense. Mariah, Balenciaga, mm-hmm. Mayhem, myself, like there's just a group. But um, I feel like when you are hanging out with people who are either younger uh-huh. or it's their first opportunity like to go see a, a country or a state or something, right. it's just par for the course. They're probably going to ditch, <laughs> and, like, you know? I, and like I totally get that. But also like um, I think I was in Australia when this happened or New Zealand mm-hmm. and I was like, there's so much beautiful wildlife. Like, why wouldn't for your day off you want to go yeah. take advantage of that? Like, you're not here all the time, right. you know. But yeah, dependent on the person, the situation. Do um, you have blue eyeliner on? I have blue eyeliner underneath. Oh, I love it. That's what I just keep Thank staring you. at you. I'm listening to you, you, but I'm staring. It really makes the <laughs> the the eye your actual eyeball pop. Oh, thank you. Know you. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I well, I like it. that we both kind of went for like vibrant, not yeah. neon, but almost neon. Yeah. You know, I I think that was a smart choice. Is it a liquid or is it a cream? What is it? Sh- eyeshadow. It is a like almost a crayon stick eyeshadow. Okay, and you just apply it like you would with you know any um sort of liner yeah and it basically I, you don't have to add eyeshadow on top of it to um keep it from running or anything Ooh, but pretty. i do I just to that. reinforce it a little bit thank you yeah. yeah i do you ever find that some blue eyeshadows aren't as vibrant as you wish them to be yeah and it's so yeah. upsetting that the one you have on is extremely vibrant today thanks you know what this is like from an old wet and wild palette can I tell you, yeah. some of the best makeup that I still use to this day is just drugstore brands. For sure. I saw, um, it was a drag race, um, a, a recent, uh, what do you call it? Like a like a, a finale or something. And they were, uh-huh. one of the questions that the uh, moderator was asking is like, tell me about a, a beauty product. Yes. Or your go-to. Product. Yeah, your go-to. And they were interviewing Michelle and she just, Michelle Visage, and uh-huh. she just kept it real. And she was like, totally. I don't care if it's a thousand dollars or if it's from the drugstore. If you know what you're doing, you can make it work. Yes. And there are some amazing finds. And I think totally. a lot of people uh, are afraid. I don't know if there's just like a social media thing about uh-huh. like, ooh, don't use cheap makeup. But girl. No. Also, like things with like eyeliner, like no one's going to tell what right. felt tip you're using. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even if some. You, if you love it. Yeah. I mean, hell, they got Kim Chi's products in CVS. Go to CVS. You have some good ass makeup in CVS. Yeah, because, you know, you can, and you can also say, like, uh, well, yeah, my skin cream is $100, but then my lashes are from the dollar store or whatever. Or, like, I know some people poop on Cody Airspun, but that's my go to powder. For years. It really is. Except for, like, you know, highlight powder, but. Yeah. Yes. Next letter. Dear Delta and esteemed guests, I love Ross, TJ Maxx, and Marshalls, but the one that doesn't get much airtime is Nordstrom Rack. I'm curious, do you shop at Nordstrom Rack? I go to the Nordstrom Rack in Tustin. I generally find that they stock items that may have actually once been sold at regular Nordstrom stores, which, of course, have a reputation for carrying premium and high-quality pieces. I love to get my Travel Pro luggage and... uh, Nest Reed diffusers there, and I browse their extensive shoe collection. What do you think of Nordstrom Rack? Stay very, very Evan in very Irvine. Irvine is like Irvine and Teston are like Orange County, which is okay. maybe like a half an hour from where we are. Okay. Yeah, so they live local. Um, a Nordstrom Rack. My you mother too. loves a Nordstrom Rack. Mm-hmm. I have been um, to look for shoes because I think they go to a size... 
I want to say like they have a lot of sizes up to size like 11 and then they do have a little bit of a larger size selection. Mm -hmm. But generally when you're in the 12 plus, it Mm -hmm. gets much, much smaller. I wear like 11 or 12. So it is hard for me. I've never bought anything, at least for drag from Nordstrom Rack. Um, Also, just because I don't feel like I ever find anything worth getting. Mm-hmm. And like I'm really tall in stature and like things don't fit me correctly. Mm-hmm. So I don't frequent okay. the Nordstrom rack. Um I also don't feel like the prices are as low as I'd expect them to That's be. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm like, your Come whole on. thing is you're not wanting to pay full price like you would at a Nordstrom, but yeah. why is it just as it oh, it's not as expensive, but it's still up there. Yeah. I want to. I want you to be slashing prices. Oh, 100%. I want it to like redline and then another 30% off that redline. I like to see when there's stickers and there's like, it's almost like this thick with uh-huh. stickers. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay, that's when I need it. Like it's been marked down and this is probably the right. last time you're like, marking da- it I want down. it to be almost damaged out. Yes. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. I used to work at a pay less. And, oh my goodness, really? And my job that I had to do was re-tag them. So um, if we had like a newer style coming in, of course, the older styles would be marked down, uh-huh. but then as we kept getting new and new, you know, whatever, we would have to pull them off. Well, I was so lazy. I wouldn't pull off the tags. I would just tag on top of them because it would be cut in half, like the amount right. of time it would take me. So, yes, I love whenever you can tell that it's been marked down, marked yeah. down, marked down. And then you'd have people that would like switch them around. I will say <laughs> that the Nordstrom racks that I've been to uh, uh-huh. in, in my area do surprisingly carry... Um, Shoes up to like a 13 for women. Okay. Um, And one thing, like, this is the thing about them. The reason that, and I know you haven't seen like what you need there. Okay. Is because Ross, Marshalls, TJ, all, any of these stores, you have to go like every single week. Sure. And it's like, it's a lot of dedication. Well, and when, when they you put realize, it out. Like, when you realize like, I could just buy this online. Like I could find something comparable online. But if you're that person that's into it, you can find them because they'll have like the Jessica Simpson shoes up to yes. 13. Okay. Or like Stuart Weitzman. It's like, all about the thrill of the hunt. Yeah. But I get it why some people are like, bitch, I'm good. I don't want to do it. I personally do. But uh-huh. I hold space for people that don't because it is, it can be a bitch. I just realized the other day, you know, I, because I'm a Ross fan fanatic totally yeah um you know there's the the they call it um the tuesday club which is okay senior discount 10 percent. that's when people really lose all of their decorum like okay. they really <laughs> don't want and they don't want to share their space because they want their discount totally uh, did you experience that like at payless like certain like bogo because bogo oh. i feel like is payless and then you would have people that would like want to return a couple weeks later and then still use the BOGO discount on what they're returning, like switching out for. And, you know, at that time, it would have been 2018, okay? So right before they went under. So they were already kind of like tanking a little bit. (laughs) But Payless was already like tanking when I worked there. So at that point, I was just kind of like, you know what? You walk through the door. We had a conversion rate, which is like how much you're selling versus how many people came into the store. And at that point, I was like, you know what? Even if this is a return item, I am not going to let you walk out of here with nothing because right. then I'm not doing my job as a salesperson. Right. So I'd kind of just give discounts just to make them shut up and be quiet. Like, I yeah. don't, you know, and like at the end of the day, I'm like, whatever the customer wants to make them happy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's probably why they're, you know, not a company. They went under because of you. It's all my fault. You ruined it. Yeah, ruined I it. am the end of Payless Juice Store. I remember work, <laughs> when I worked in retail, we would get uh, 
it was that same storyline uh-huh. of like just make the customer happy like yeah. it's not a big deal and you would get so many things that were on clearance that didn't have a tag uh-huh. so you'd have to either create a tag with something else uh-huh. and then there would become that thing where they were like it looks like you've been giving a lot of discounts and you're like there's so much merchandise not tagged. Yeah. You asked us to do this, we do it, and then now we're in trouble. Would for you it. have to put like um a code into like the the system whenever you would check somebody out? Yes. Well, sometimes people would forget to check out of their code or log out. Uh-huh. So I mean, I was doing it under the pe- other people's codes. Too. I mean, sorry about it. Not my fault that you were irresponsible and didn't log out yourself. I'm not gonna be here forever. I'm not paying attention to no. what you didn't do. Fuck your store. Yeah. Who's a fuck? Yeah. Log out of your fucking login. You know what I'm doing? I'm silent quitting. How about that. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Of course. Thanks this for having so, me. This is so, so fun. This was just as great as I thought it was going to be. Oh my be. gosh. I'm so glad. I really Thank you for my it. gift. Of course. Absolutely. Thank you for telling me about koalas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, <laughs> where um, you are like now on the strip. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in Vegas until um, I want to say July 13th is my last day. And uh-huh. then I have um, like a two week break and then go directly on to work the world tour. And I will be doing that till wow. December 1st. Wow. Yeah. So I'll be out in a city near you, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and if not, the beginning of next year, I'll be um, doing a little tour with some of my sisters. So I like that. Yeah. So there's just constantly something happening. Yeah. And it's weird because whenever people think, oh, that's forever away. It's not. It's not. One rolls into another. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like I always think I have more time. And then when it comes around, I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't have my costumes. I, I need a wig. Like always last minute rushing. So um, and the beauty of that is they can see you in different phases. They can see exactly. you on this stage or in their town or yes. whatever. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love hearing that. I appreciate um, it. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to Very Delta. A special hello to everyone on YouTube. Please subscribe to Mom Podcast so you don't miss an episode. Also, search for Very Delta on your podcast apps. We come out every single Monday as well as here on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel. Send all your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Delta Work. And then where can they find you on social? Yeah, follow me, um, Diabetty, Dia spelt D-A-Y-A, and Betty like your grandma. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta. Because if you're not, you're really only getting half the Delta. Uh, join me next week right here. And until then, keep things very Delta. Goodbye. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond, the official emoji of the Very Delta show. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 